Hi, I'm Father Dave Dwyer, Executive Director of Busted Halo Ministries and host of the Busted Halo Show, from which you're about to hear an excerpt. But before we play the clip, give me just a moment to invite you to join with us. This is the time of year that we ask you who enjoy the content on BustedHalo.com and through these podcasts and perhaps listening on the radio show to become partners with us in mission as we reach out to so many more people who find themselves distant from God, who may not even darken the doorstep of a church, but whom we can reach through this technology. And you can help us do that. You can help us reach even more people with your monthly donation as a member of our Halo Repair crew. It is so helpful for us as a nonprofit who struggles to raise funds to have reliable sources of income that we can accurately budget for every month throughout the year. And right now, because we are in the bicentennial year of the birth of the founder of the Paulist Fathers, my religious community that I've pledged my life to, we invite you to consider giving in multiples of 200, maybe if your means allow, $200 a month. I would be extremely grateful. Or imagine the many other things that you pay 10, 15, $20 a month for, whether it's Netflix or how much money you spend on Starbucks or whatever, and ask yourself, is this ministry as valuable to you as that or as valuable to someone else as that? For more information about some of the thank you gifts we have for you or to become a member of our Halo Repair crew, simply go to bustedhalo.com slash join today. And if you're not able at this time to become a monthly supporter, thank you anyway for the ways in which you spread the word about Busted Halo Ministries. Okay, now it's time to enjoy a clip from the Busted Halo Show. It is time for your questions, Faith, or if you're in need of fatherly advice. Let's go to Christine in Southport, North Carolina. Hello, Christine. Hi, Father. How are you? Doing pretty well. What's going on? Okay, a friend shared some information that I'm considering gossip about another person. Okay. And um, I didn't know it. I don't want her to spread it to anybody else. I want to have a talk with her because I feel there's different ways for the commandment, do not kill. You can kill somebody's right. reputation. Sure. And that's what's bothering me. So would you say so, that it's gossip because it's untrue or because it's mean-spirited or it's behind the back? Um, I would say possibly it's mean-spirited because this person has a problem with these other person. I just don't know if I should get involved. I tried to talk to her the other day and the time just wasn't convenient. So you but, mean you mean you'd like to approach the person who shared gossipy stuff with you and you'd like to say, "Hey, you know, that's kind of gossipy. I don't know if we should be saying that." That that's what you're thinking of? I'm thinking of that and to also share with her even though we're not killing somebody physically, that's also in the examination of conscience if you're killing their reputation. Well, I mean, we don't have to even stretch it that far, Christine. When St. Paul, earlier in my homily, I uh, talked about the many times in St. Paul's letters that he uses lists. When St. Paul uses lists of vices and sins, he puts gossip right at, uh, up there with fornication. So, I mean, we don't have to say this. It's kind of like, no, I mean, we're not supposed to gossip. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I like, I mean, I like maybe the metaphor maybe brings it home a little bit, as you're saying. You may think that words, you know, have, don't do anything and that other people are much, you know, worse than you if they, if they use a knife or if they use a gun to kill. But I mean, I think that's a, that's a good metaphor to have that hit home with somebody else. I think that's a great way to describe it. Okay. 
Thanks. I just, now I'm questioning if I need to say anything, but I do because it really hurt my heart. Well, no, that, even if you just say that, Christine, even if you don't say, hey, you other person, you're bad for gossiping, at the very least, you can say, you know what? When you shared that with me the other day, it really hurt my heart. I felt bad that we were that I was even a part of that conversation. Period. End of end of thought. You don't have to necessarily, in in some cases, you don't have to bring it to that next level of, and you shouldn't ever do that again, or and you were wrong for doing that. At the very least, it's valid to say somebody can take it wrong. Obviously, can't anticipate how somebody's going to react, but it's valid to say. You know, I've I've been feeling bad since last week when you shared that with me because in what how I feel I should be living as a person of faith, I shouldn't have been a part of that conversation and so uh ooh, I just I just feel I feel bad, I feel messy for that. One would hope that by saying it that way with what we call I statements, this is how this affected me, yeah. that you know maybe that would send the signal to the other person, "Oh, well, I guess I hadn't considered that. And in their head or out loud, maybe I shouldn't talk about that thing anymore. Now, maybe they don't. Maybe they say, well, you're a wuss, and I'm going to go tell lots more people about that. Then maybe you need to step well, it up and say, but hey, this is wrong. I'm going to challenge you not to do that. Right. And also, it will already alleviate so much pressure that that person is feeling just to let that first part off your chest. You can't really determine what somebody else is going to right. do or say. Right. That's, and that's not really actually our job. So we have to come to peace with ourselves first and foremost and then move forward from there. Right, because I think what I heard her say in our call yeah, just she dropped. should have dropped. Christine, what was her name? I forgot her name. Christine. So Christine, okay, I should have remembered. <laughs> so I think, I think you're right, Brett. What I heard in Christine is part of her wants to sort of call to accountability this other person but part of it maybe the bigger part is that she feels bad having participated in that and even just identifying that to the other person even if that person doesn't change their ways at all you've done your due diligence it's 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 not in your court anymore it, it's, it's I, off of you now right and i think that yeah. will just doing that first part might actually take care of how hopefully, she feels about this but again that shouldn't be i don't think the goal necessarily right is to have this person completely change because that's going to be <laughs> you'll be running yourself crazy if you're going to try and get everyone right. in the world to change right, right so right, it's really right. how how are you going to relieve your pressure that you felt sure. kind of being part of this and see where that take takes it mm -hmm. now some christine I'm, I'm curious to know your take on this because some people will particularly when we're talking about not just like a, a i was quoting from the dictionary earlier on a different question but not just a dictionary definition of gossip i think sometimes from a a faith point of view people like make these little categories like i've heard some people say well it's not gossip if it's true mm -hmm. yeah i think a lot of the times uh, people try and make distinctions between gossiping and venting um because i think it kind of is a fine line i don't know yeah. i think it's kind of muddy a general rule of thumb for me at least is if i feel that i am if i'm the one gossiping or if someone else if we're taking some kind of pleasure in it, then I don't think it's good because right. it's usually at right. the expense of another person, right. Right. and usually that's it's not business that they want to be shared. Sure. So I think it's just better unless you're genuinely concerned about someone and you're going to take some action to help them. I think it's better to just be mm -hmm. quiet. And so in this instance, if it was something like that, I would I would tell the other person, I feel like we're gossiping and I don't want right. to talk about it. Good. And okay, I think yeah. you just end it right there and then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And for those that would make, I would say distinctions more like loopholes, mm -hmm. 
um, doesn't have to be untrue to be gossip. We can be gossiping right. even if this is exactly. verifiable, even if the person told me this. If what, For instance, if somebody tells you something and they say, oh, well, okay, now don't tell anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, like they, they refer to um, uh, Vatican gossip. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you only tell one person at a time. You know, that's what. They, yeah. Yeah. But, but that, that right. could be true of any institution, or exactly. when somebody says, "Okay, now don't tell me," because you did. Right. But I like what what you brought up about venting, because oftentimes this will be something that is discussed in the sacrament of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. People will confess gossip, and one of the things that oh. I that I throw out there is because a lot of times people will say that. Well, sometimes I just need to vent. For me, the difference between gossiping and venting is who you're venting to. And is that venting to person have anything to do with that other person? Right. Uh, if you are venting to your friend from California about your boss in New York and they don't know him, yeah, maybe you need to get let off some steam and you had a tough day at work. If you're venting about your boss in New York to someone else who works for that same person, mm-hmm. that is very different right. than venting to your friend in California. Yeah. Now we're back to intention issues, right? Yep. I mean, what what yep. are your what are your goals? Because we can't. It would be you know. Pollyanna to think that we're just going to stop talking about everyone else because right, right. we, we deal with so many right. people. What's your what's your goal? Are you trying to right. attack the person? Are you trying to in some way har- harm them, even if that's their feelings yeah. or their or their professional stature or anything like that? Then that's a that's a much bigger problem than maybe certain other forms of that. But yeah. you have to try and keep your intentions clear, and I think that will kind of limit it a little bit. What am I What am I really trying to do here? And I think people are allowed to vent. And also, if people are doing something wrong, then they should be called out for it. And that's a different form, right? I mean, right. We're in, obviously, a big change in 2019 or the last couple of years of being it. People need to be called out. And if that's the case, then that's not just simple gossip. If somebody's really doing something wrong, then we have to take that to the next level anyway. Mm-hmm. right? So that would already be something different. Right. So that's an intention thing again. Where, where is this really sourced in? Yeah, and I don't think the intentions are ever really that great with gossip because it's basically just saying these things because you want the other person to see the person the way you view them. Yeah, just getting a you teammate know? on board. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And oftentimes out of envy. Right. Or jealousy. And a lot of it I think yeah. is just not having the courage to say it to that person. Mm-hmm. If I yeah. get right. it off my chest right. by saying it to everyone but that person, that's not really doing yourself or or anyone really a yeah. great service. But it's really a lack of of courage in many cases. That's another good litmus test, though. If you're at the, like, I'm going to use our little community example. If I'm at the lunch table and we are mentioning in conversation another Paulist and that person walks in the room, can we keep the conversation going? That makes the difference. Like, oh, yeah, we're just talking about the fact that you gave a great homily. Okay. But if that person walks in and you go, hey, so anyway, what about the old uh, St. Louis Blues? Oh, they won. You know, that, you know yourself. Talk about this later. You self-convict. Yeah. If you have to change the topic if the person walks in the room, then that wasn't good. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, and if that is the case, try and man up and say it. Hey, we were just (laughs) mocking you. (laughs) Uh. You know, Father Dave stole the remote from Cardinal Dolan's studio earlier this week, and he still has it. He's playing around with it. There he is now, eating all the hot dogs. (laughs) Hey, Father Dave, what'd you do with that remote? Something I might say. (laughs) 
So if you enjoyed that segment of the Busted Halo Show and find that our ministry is valuable, once again, I invite you to partner with us and become part of our Halo Repair crew of monthly donors. We've got great thank you gifts at whatever level you choose to support us at. Things like Busted Halo branded journals and blankets and cell phone chargers and headphones, all kinds of stuff. And if that's not enough, every single member of our Halo Repair crew will get exclusive content every month from me, Father Dave, that you can't get anywhere else just for you. So check out all the details at bustedhalo.com slash join. And thank you so much for your support of our ministry. 